If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at CottageBlogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Once, Vacation Rental Success. And this is your host, Heather Bayer. And spring is nearly here. It's exciting. We're uh, we're just a week away now from our uh, Cottage Life show in Toronto, and it's the annual event where. Everybody comes out of the winter woodwork and uh, comes out and gets into summer mode. I mean, we live on, we, we all have our recreational properties on lakes and rivers. So it's very, very water focused. You know, everybody's, I love the cottage show. It's, it's full of vendors selling canoes and kayaks and boats and paddles and docks and decks and absolutely everything that is summer cottage related and it's a massive show it's the uh, they do have one in in the fall but the spring cottage life show is is the event for anybody who owns a cottage or is a wannabe cottage owner i mean the real estate section is is massive every realtor's out there with uh, with all their spring listings, and they do a a huge business at uh, at the show. Um, I'm going to be uh, I've, I've printed off all my flyers for my for the cottages that I'm selling, so I'll be having them on my uh, my booth. And you know, if uh, if I've got any listeners here that are uh, in or around Toronto. Um, on the, and I'm, you know, I'm just having to check on the dates because it's coming up really, really quickly. Um, the, the weekend of the 27th of March and you're going to be in and around tomorrow, uh, Toronto, just, uh, just come along and, uh, we'd love to, uh, to see you. We're actually in hall one and I think the booth number is one four one. So as you walk into hall one, we're on the left-hand side. Um, come along, say you're a listener of Vacation Rental Success Podcast and come talk to me. I'm there for three whole days. Actually, I love it. There's just I just really, really enjoy talking to people. We get to talk to so many new owners. So I'm pleased to have with me today on the show um, Jen O'Neill from Tripping.com. So if you haven't heard of this, it's headquartered in San Francisco and it's the world's largest site for vacation homes and short-term rentals. And I know some of you are going to be saying, hang on, um, no, I haven't heard of Tripping.com. What it is, so you could either call it, some people have called it a clearinghouse it could, or an aggregator, but it's in fact a, sort of a search engine for vacation rentals. And, and I've spent some time on Tripping.com in the last few days, just exploring it and, and seeing how it works. And I've really, really taken with it. Uh, you know, I, th- I thought, well, I'm going to Phoenix in October to a conference and I don't want to stay in the hotel. I want to stay in a vacation rental. There's a couple of us going. We're all going together. So so let's go into a vacation rental 
Um, and I don't want to go to different sites. So, you know, I could go to booking.com. I could go to HomeAway. I could go to VRBO. But instead, I went to tripping.com. And I put my dates in and the um, the amount of people that were going. And I was able to uh, narrow it down to show uh, my price range. And then what it did was show me all the properties that were available at the time I wanted to go from all the different listing sites. I, I actually found a property on HomeAway. So what it, what it does is it, it comes up with all the, the, the different range of properties from the different listing sites. And then you just click on the one you're interested in. And then it just seamlessly takes you over to that site. So it just took me directly over to HomeAway where I was able to have a look uh, at that particular property, um, check the uh, check the pricing. Uh, and in fact, that one works out very well for us. But then I was able to go back to tripping.com and then have a look at another one. There was, a, there was some others on TripAdvisor. Um, there was one on booking.com. Um, and you, you will find, of course, that some of these properties are duplicated because, you know, people are advertising on, on HomeAway and TripAdvisor and perhaps booking.com. So, so they'll be, they'll be duplicated, but it, you know, it really doesn't matter. It, it just brought everything into one spot. Uh, it made it very easy to find. So I'm delighted to have with me today, the founder of tripping.com, Jen O'Neill. So a huge welcome to Jen O'Neill from tripping.com. Thank you so much for joining me today, Jen. Heather, it's great to be here. Thank you for having us uh, on the show. Well, it's always nice to talk to somebody in uh, in California because um, b- before we started recording, we already had our chat about the weather. So, you know, I'm sort of getting these vibes of warmth and sunshine coming <laughs> <laughs> coming through the airwaves here while I'm still sat up in the freezing north. Jen, yes. tell me, uh, tell me a little bit, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and and about Tripping.com and um, you know what made you start it because I know you've been involved with startups before. I have. That's a great question. So just quickly on my background, um, I've worked in technology my entire career. Um, I got lucky when I was in college. I went to Berkeley um, and I became the fifth employee at StubHub, which is a ticket marketplace here in the states. Um, you know, back in 2000, and that kind of kickstarted my career. And since then, I've been able to work and help build startups around the world. Um, and I was living in London a few years ago, and I was traveling all the time. Um, and I wanted to create an easy way for travelers to really step into local culture. Um, and that was the genesis of Tripping.com. Uh, and and Tripping.com today is the largest travel uh, meta search site for vacation rentals. So we have over two and a half million properties in 100,000 destinations worldwide. Um, So if you want to stay in Manhattan for two nights or uh, rent a castle in Scotland or go to Phoenix, as as you may be going soon, um, we have everything on the site. Uh, and it's not just homes, is it? You've got, you've got tree houses and yurts. Yeah, and- we have everything. I think even even igloos, from what I hear. Um, uh, we work with some of the world's top brands, including VRBO, HomeAway, uh, FlipKey, Booking.com, and many others around the world. What we do is we aggregate all of those properties into a single platform. So very much like Kayak.com, where you can search multiple hotel sites at once. What we do is enable you to search multiple vacation rental sites at once and find all of your properties in one place. 
Yeah, and that's that's exactly what I was doing when I was searching for my Phoenix property, and it was um, it was just so easy. I, I confess, I haven't looked at it before. It hasn't really come across my radar. I mean, I know obviously I'm in the business myself. I know all about Home Away and Trip Advisor. What about Airbnb? You didn't mention that one. Yeah, Airbnb is a, is a great site. They're local. They're they're in San Francisco, just like we are, um, and they've done an amazing job of building up about a million properties worldwide. And they focus on the peer to peer market. So um, a lot of times, if you rent a place on Airbnb, you'll be staying in someone's actual home. Whereas on sites like VRBO and HomeAway. Those are professionally managed properties that are available 100% of the time. So when you stay in them, um, you know, you, you're pretty much the only guest. Uh, you're, not, you're, you're not sharing the place with the actual host. Um, and Airbnb is great. We'd love to work with them. Um, right now we work with 25 different suppliers. Um, so we do have worldwide coverage. And we have a queue of about 80 sites waiting to work with us. So um, very soon you'll start to see more and more suppliers coming onto Tripping.com. Yes, you, I believe you just took on board one of my favorite sites in um, uh, in New England. Oh, right. Uh, you mean with Ingrid uh, We Need a Vacation. We Need a Vacation.com. Yes. Yes. I, I absolutely love their website. They, yeah. They're one of the few listing sites that really focus on the location, not so much the houses, mm-hmm. but the location itself and and. You know, you're coming to vacation here. This is what you... So I was really pleased that We Need a Vacation uh, is on there too. I'm so glad. They have beautiful properties and they're a perfect example of what our industry looks like. So, I mean, you do have the large players like VRBO and HomeAway with, you know, millions of properties. Um, But in our industry... A lot of times you'll get a local player, like a regional site, um, that maybe only has properties in one city or one location, um, but they're the best properties you can imagine because of, you know, that company's been there for a long time. They know, you know, they really know the local area um, and they're able to, to kind of pull together all of those really unique properties. Um, so, for example, another, another site we're working with is called Kozaza and it's out of South Korea. And you've probably never heard of it, but they, they have an amazing presence there and some gorgeous properties. And if you're going to South Korea as an American or Canadian or or someone who's not familiar with the area, um, you can come to tripping.com and get access to all of the best properties there without having to be a local expert. So you don't have to know that Hizaza is like the number one site in South Korea. All you have to do is go to tripping.com and you can get access to to all those local properties in one platform. So we're hoping to make it easy for travelers to really um, find those unique places without doing too much research on their own. And I guess, you know, it's, it's, it's made it all the more easier because vacation rental is becoming so mainstream and mm-hmm. accepted right around the world now as, as being, you know, the thing to do when you're looking for accommodation. Yeah, absolutely. And it's early days for our industry still. I think that that is one of the things that gets us so excited. Um, When we started the company, one of our advisors is Eric Blotchford, who was on the founding team of Expedia and was the CEO there for a while. And, And one of the things he said to us was that vacation rentals as an industry is about 10 to 15 years behind hotels. Um, so it has a little bit of catching up to do, but the potential is is immense because as people start staying in vacation rentals, they realize that it's 
not only a better value for the price, so you know, usually you get much more space than you would in a hotel room, um, but you also get some really nice amenities, like you might get a backyard or a private pool or jacuzzi, um, or for, for travelers who enjoy cooking, um, you know, a lot of them come with private kitchens, um, so you don't need to eat out all the time. You can actually save money by cooking in the rental itself, um, and we actually have some funny ones where um, some of the amenities include marriage counseling, so if you stay, um, you know, if you stay at certain properties, you get free marriage counseling which is interesting. Um, and there's another one we saw the other day where if you stay at a place in Scotland, it comes with a free golf professional um, who will take you out on the local course. So, uh, you know, a lot of these rentals have really kind of unique local perks as well. So um, we definitely recommend them to travelers. I, I think I think you hit the nail on the head with uh, with the word unique. I mean, I, I've known this for, for many years before I didn't come across to Canada as an immigrant until 2003. So I, I lived in England before that. Mm-hmm. And of course, vacation rentals have been have been very, very strong in England and Europe for many years longer, I think, than before they they, they became well known in the US. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, the US has, has still got a little bit of catching up to do. And I know... From some of the stats that um, that HomeAway came out with a year or so back, how many people know what a vacation rental is? It is going up, but it's still mm-hmm. under 50%, percentage of the population that actually knows what a vacation rental is. So, you know, a, a long, long way to go. So massive amounts of uh, of growth out there waiting to happen. Absolutely. And it's not just in the travel sector. So you mentioned moving from uh, the UK over to Canada. Well, one thing that we're seeing, and this is very interesting, is that now when people are moving to a new city, a lot of times they want to try a neighborhood before they actually buy a, a home in that neighborhood. So what they'll do is they'll come to tripping.com, they'll they'll search for a home like down the street, let's say, from a house that they're looking to buy. And they'll stay there for a night or two just to get a feel for the neighborhood to, you know, maybe meet some of the neighbors and, and really see what it's like. Um, and that's something that, um, from what we understand, is, is somewhat unusual in the real estate space. A lot of times people will just find a house they like, they'll move into the neighborhood and never actually sleep in that neighborhood before they purchase the house. And that's such a huge, huge financial decision. Um, and so, you know, we, we think it's an interesting application of uh, vacation rentals for people to, to try a neighborhood before they, before they buy a home there. So it's kind of moving beyond the travel sector and into real estate as well. That, uh, that opens up, um, you know, a whole other topic, really, because um, more and more investors are now seeing that the short-term rental market is is a very lucrative one to 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 get into. So so whereas once it was just you know you buy a property and turn it into a residential rental, there are so many now that are seeing those opportunities to to buy property and to create short term rental. I mean the income potential is massive. It really is. Um, you know we see that you know on average a, a vacation rental might go for about you know hundred to two hundred and fifty dollars a night um, in in most areas actually. Um, so you know if you do buy a second a second home to rent out as a, as a full-time vacation rental, you really can make quite a bit of money with it. Um, one thing that's interesting is we get a lot of property managers and people who are looking to speculate and, and buy property coming to us to ask them to help price their listings um, because we have such great data around, you know, if you if you were to buy a property in, uh, in Paris, let's say, and you want to understand like how much you could charge per night, um, that's something that we're actually uniquely able to help property managers with. So we get calls all the time um, and we try to help them as, as much as we can. 
And and this is yeah, your calls aren't going to stop because you you've been involved in startups. I mean, to me, the vacation rental industry is still almost in startup phase. Um, it is, yeah, you're right. And, but uh, so that that segues into into another question. Really, um, it's a fast growing industry, but it has a, a focus right termed it fragmented um, a couple of years ago, and I don't think it it is any less fragmented now um, because of the nature of individual ownership. Mm-hmm. And so, so when you've got a hotel, you might have three or four hundred rooms that's all under one roof. But here with a vacation rental, just about everyone has individual ownership, which brings with it its own raft of issues. Do you think this creates an obstacle to future growth? Uh, no, actually, I think it's an opportunity for us um, in the sense that that's, that's actually fragmentation is perfect for MetaSearch because that's the problem we're trying to solve. Um, by bringing kind of all of those individual properties under one roof, as you said, for the hotel space, um, you know, we're able to uh, kind of bring cohesion and comprehensiveness to the space. Um, but I think overall, yeah, I mean, there are definitely challenges to this because, you know, whereas, for example, one hotel um, has a system down for cleaning all of their properties, a property management company with 400 individual units say in Lake Tahoe, needs to find an easy way to you know, clean those, those units and, and take care of them. Um, and it's a bit more challenging than, uh, than in a hotel, for example. But we also have this issue with individual, I, I own my own property, I advertise it um, independently of listing sites. Um, I might also put it with, with an agency. And I know from, from the VRMA conference this, this past um, October, that talk, and then talking to a lot of property managers, there's a growing movement from individual vacation rental owners and agencies to begin to or talking about how it would be possible to break free from the big listing sites such as as, as HomeAway and mm-hmm. TripAdvisor, mainly because there is a, you know there's arguments against the the whole issue of book it now and instant booking. Um, just because of the nature of the beast. So what you may have in the future is agencies who aren't advertising with, with the listing sites. And I have to say, I, I, mean, I run, an, I run a, a rental management agency. I have 200 properties. We do not advertise with any of the big listing sites. So I'm thinking that you know, the, there is no way that I could get my properties onto tripping.com at the moment. Is, is there any way that that would happen? Yeah, you're correct. So currently, um, you know, in property managers ask us this all the time. In fact, um, I was just looking at the numbers. In last month, 47% of our customer service inquiries were from property managers asking how they could get their properties on tripping. So your question is, is very good. Um, no, currently what we do is we actually direct them to our supplier site. So um, we would, in this case, ask you to to potentially list on VRBO or FlipKey. Um, what we try to do is find the perfect site for your needs um, because each, each of them is, is quite different. Um, and then once you list on our supplier sites, we actually would get your properties in a feed. Um, so we don't scrape any data. All of the properties on tripping.com come directly from our partners through a feed that gets refreshed multiple times a day. So that is the way that your properties would appear on our site now. But you're absolutely right in that there is a growing trend um, for property managers to manage their own bookings and their own listings and building their own websites and things like that. Um, So we are seeing that more and more, and and it's something that we are looking at. We're up here in in Canada. We do have a listing site. We still have some some listing sites up here that... uh, Mm -hmm. You know that, that are very suitable, and I know we have um, half a dozen large. 
large agencies. Um, very few of them are on the are on TripAdvisor or HomeAway. We we stick with our, our homegrown stuff. So so hopefully you'll you'll take on something like cottages in Canada or Canada stays at some sure. point in the future. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we've been looking. Canada is such a great market for for vacation rentals. Um, it's it's actually our second largest market. So so we're definitely looking there. Um, and just out of curiosity, how how do you advertise your rentals then? Do you do kind of anything locally? Or if you're not putting them on listing sites, where do you attract that traffic? We we, we do advertise them. There's a site called Cottages in Canada. Oh, that is the one that you're on, I see. But you're not on like VRBOs and homeowners. No, we actually we actually were on VRBO and, um, and, and TripAdvisor at one time. But, you know, we, we have... A, most of our clientele comes out of the city of Toronto. So they, okay. they, they tend to search locally rather than yeah. outside. So, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, so let's go back to to the travellers. You know, sure. I fortunately I am one now, <laughs> and uh, and I found my my phoenix um, uh, phoenix property uh, this morning, and I'm very very delighted about that. So so the feedback. I'm asking a question about, you know, what feedback are you getting from travelers about the ease of use of the site? And actually, I'm giving you the feedback to say it was really... <laughs> Thank you. We tried to make it easy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a very simple site, isn't it? Like, you just come to our homepage, you type in Phoenix or wherever you're going, and we'll show you a search results page that pulls in the best listings from all of our different suppliers. So you can see them all kind of in a single page. And then if you find a property you like, you can click and then just go off to book it. Um, so, you know, our site is actually, it's not that complex. It's not that heavy. Um, but what we're trying to do is make it very quick and easy for travelers to find exactly what they're looking for. So I've heard it described as a clearinghouse, uh, an aggregator, uh, a search engine for vacation rentals. How, how, do, you, how do you actually describe yourself? Uh, great question. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think from a tech standpoint, we look at ourselves as a search engine um, because what we're doing is making it easy for travelers to search multiple sites at once. Um, and that's, you know, in kind of travel terms, that's meta search. So very much like kayak.com, um, you know, because we do aggregate all that together. Um, I mean, those are all different kinds of, you know, tech buzzwords. But I think, you know, for, for the average traveler, um, you know, just to think about tripping.com as, you know, we're just the largest site for vacation rentals. So, um, you know, rather than search five different sites before you book a place, if you just come here, you can get everything at once. So it's it's pretty easy to use. Well, and one thing I was going to add, Heather, is you mentioned, you know, kind of instant bookings and, and how the industry is shifting. Um, and just about kind of the ease of use in this industry. So historically, if you want to take a guess, how many days do you think it takes to book a vacation rental today? Forgetting instant bookings for a second. It takes a long time. It takes several it, days. Sometimes, it does. Sometimes weeks. Yep, exactly. So on average, it takes nine days to book a vacation rental. And it's so funny, we had an intern come in the other day. And he said, geez, you know, I just I just looked at it. And in 1969, the US sent men to the moon and back in eight days. And so the fact it takes nine days to book a vacation rental today is, is, is nuts. Um, and so, you know, hopefully, we will see the industry moving towards instant bookings, or at least towards more and more convenient ways of, of booking a vacation home. So what's in what is in the future for tripping.com? Uh, great question. I think you know continuing to grow. So we we've had a great year. We've actually grown our monthly revenues over 4000% um, in the past year, which is a little nuts. Um, just to give you a sense of context, we generated more revenue in the first five weeks of 2015 than we did all of last year, uh, which is which is very exciting for us as a team, uh, but then more so, I think, for the industry, because it shows that 
more and more travelers are looking towards vacation rentals um, instead of staying in traditional hotels and, and other other places. So um, so yeah, so we're we're excited to continue to grow, and um, I think the platform you'll see you'll see some great changes coming soon. We're going to make it a lot more personal um, and try to uh, you know predict the places that you'd like to stay in um, based on kind of how you're searching and using the site. Um, so you'll see some personalization coming into into the platform and and some other features as well. So um, you know, in the meantime, we'll continue to grow our partnerships around the world. So right now, we work with twenty five partners, um, and we'll probably have double that by the end of the year, if not more. With that growth that's happened in the first part of this year, and you've you've, you've mentioned it's you know that there's more people interested. Is there anything else that's contributing to that growth? Uh, that's a great question. So you know, a lot of it is word of mouth. We've been very lucky. Our our users are wonderful, and they tell their friends about us. Um, so that's kind of one thing that that we've seen. I think you know, vacation rentals are inherently social. Um, so it's very rare that you might go stay in a vacation rental by yourself. I mean, we hope you do, and, and if you do, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Um, but for the most part, people go with their families or their spouse. Or, or whatever it may be. So because it is inherently social, it's it's just perfect for word of mouth. So we are growing quickly that way. We've also um, started doing some marketing. Um, so that helps, of course, as well in terms of getting our name out there. Um, but no, it's it's been great. I think the, the biggest surprise for us recently was that we saw you know, even though we do have quite a few millennials on the site, so kind of younger travelers who might be backpacking after college and things like that, um, you know, most of our users are, are over the age of 40. Um, so it is a lot of families and retirees and, and things like that using tripping.com. Yeah, it's a, it's a such a big boomer market, both in, in the, in the um, travelers and the ownership of so I know you're uh, you're leaving shortly to uh, to head out to the airport. So I'm not going to hold you up too much longer. But I just want to know where was the best vacation rental you ever stayed in, and what made it yeah. so good? Yeah, that is such a hard question to answer. Um, you know, I was lucky because when I when I grew up, my parents loved to travel, and so my sister and I never we never got video games and and kind of the the cool kid things. Um, instead, we put all of our our family finances into travel. Um, and my parents loved vacation homes. And so kind of the first that come to mind are the ones that I, I stayed in with them. And, and I was lucky enough to go with my family to New Zealand when I was 11 years old. Um, and we were down in Auckland and we rented this beautiful place. Um, and I just remember having a nice view overlooking the water and, um, and just being able to play with the neighborhood kids. And for me, that was such a unique experience, um, as an American to go to New Zealand and be able to play with, you know, kids my own age. Um, and that was because we were staying in in this local neighborhood and they, you know, invited my sister and I over and, um, we actually got to go to school with them for one day, um, because our parents, you know, kind of met their parents and whatnot. And, um, and I think that, that really underscores like how wonderful it is when you're traveling this way because you get to step off that that kind of beaten tired tourist track um, and really engage with the locals and and step into those neighborhoods and um, you know I've, I've been to Paris a bunch of times but now when I go I stay in vacation homes because I've done the the Eiffel Tower and the Louvre and all those things and now when I go I, I want to go and, and wake up in a local neighborhood and there's a bakery next door and I can go pick up my croissant and you know sit on my balcony and um, and enjoy it and it's just such it's it's such a colorful way to travel um, so yeah I mean there's so many that come to mind but I'd, I'd have to say probably the ones when I was a kid um, you know even though I stay, I stay in them obviously all the time now um, those for me were the most impactful so um, I guess it's it's 
and not a surprise that I ended up running a vacation <laughs> rental company. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'd I'd go along with that. I I did exactly the same as a child in in England. That's yes. you know, we always stayed in um in in cottages, you know, English country cottages when we went on vacation. So it's probably why it's ingrained in me too. Yes, nice. yeah, I bet, yeah. <laughs> Well, we're very lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Jen, it's been an absolute delight to talk to you. Is there anything else you want to add that maybe we didn't cover? Uh, No, just that we're, you know, always open to feedback. So if any any listeners out there, go to tripping.com. And if there are things that that you would love to see changed or you have requests, like, please let us know. Like, we're building this for travelers. So, um, you know, we're always open to suggestions and feedback. Well, I will make sure I put the link at the bottom of the show notes and... uh encourage anybody out there who wants to find out a little bit more about tripping.com to go to the website to take a look and to contact them if you have any questions. Jen, have a really good trip to New New York and it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you. Thank you. Have a great day. Well, I enjoyed that conversation with Jen. She really is passionate about her business and uh, and that's quite contagious it's uh, it's always great to talk to somebody that that loves this industry as much as um, as I do and as you all do as well um i'm having a bit of doing a bit of an experiment at the moment which is shortening these podcast episodes to trying to keep them to under about 40 minutes because i was i was getting very close to sort of 50 55 minutes and I've been hearing from other podcasters who've been polling their listeners and asking them how long how long a podcast should be, how long listeners will carry on listening before they just switch off or have something else to do. I've always had this this thought that people would would listen while they were in the car or or perhaps out taking the dog for a walk or at the gym. And and knowing what I do when I'm doing those things, it's it's usually about fifty minutes to an hour. So that's why I was um, I was keeping it at that length. But I'm just having this experiment that some uh, some of my episodes I'm going to cut back to around about forty minutes. Maybe keep the the uh, cut down the interviews to around thirty, and um, and and maybe five minutes at the beginning and five minutes at the end. So I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Should I be um, shortening them? Do you like the length as they were? Or do you have any other suggestions? So I'd, as, as ever, I'd love to hear from you. So just email me at heather at cottageblogger.com. I've had a few um, questions from uh, from listeners and we'll probably talk through some of those questions when, when I do the next mashup with Matt in, in a couple of weeks. If, if you have left a question for us on SpeakPipe, we should get to you fairly soon. Well, thank you so much again for listening. I'm not even going to mention iTunes this week. I, I do it all the time. You know exactly where to go to click on that link and leave me a review. So, I won't say it again. We didn't mention too many links today, but you can find definitely find the link for tripping.com on the listing, on the show notes. And uh, I, I'd love to hear your comments. Um, I've used it. It's, it certainly worked for me, and I will definitely go back and, and use it again. I, I do have a little bit of concern that if if a lot of 
vacationers are out there just going to tripping.com, then those of us who are not using the big listing sites are going to be missing out on the opportunity. But I did notice that there are some of the smaller listing sites in Tripping's partner list. Sites such as weneedavacation.com and perfectplaces.com. Um, Perfect Places has been around for a long, long time, and I'm, I'm glad to see them still independent. So, so maybe that's, that's somewhere we could think about listing. So there we are. Another week is, um, is done, and I'll look forward to being with you again very, very soon. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business. Oh,